This is your daily energized eating inspiration. All right, did you hear my top 10 lessons from my first 100 podcast episodes? I am so excited to share them with you because they are so different than what I thought I would have been sharing 100 episodes ago, right? We didn't even have an energized eating plan when I first started this. We were stuck in a lot of diet rules. I really, I, I'm going to like give myself a little pat on the back because I made them as simple as possible. That being said, I was also willing to accept that better was possible and go after creating it when I knew it. And I want you to ask yourself in your energized eating plan how you might be able to do that. Because I think it's very easy for us to sit in diet rules, right? And that comes from the belief that someone else can tell me better than I can tell myself. And don't get me wrong. A lot of us have a lot of justification there. They're like, yeah, did you see what I did? Have you seen my results when left to my own devices? I'm not suggesting that you're leaving yourself to your own devices. What I am suggesting is that there are obvious answers already there. Get your old favorite family cookbook. Look at the recipes at your favorite restaurants. You already have a lot of the answers to build your energized eating plan off of. And here's the thing, it took me a bit to recognize this, and you probably will too. I think what we get sold as weight loss is overnight. And I have the most beautiful, loving thought to help you, but you're not gonna take it as loving if you're early in this process. Here's what it is. You will be eating the rest of your life. Now, I want you to ask yourself for a second, what comes to mind when I say that? Because if you're thinking that to lose weight means to diet, and I'm knowing that I have to do this the rest of my life, that feels awful. That feels like deprivation. I always think of it as the difference between you and like the healthy person that you know. Like we think that to eat that way that they do is deprivation. We think that it's like too strict. It would feel awful. I'd never want to do that. But what we don't realize is that it doesn't feel like that to them. And because it doesn't feel like that to them, guess what happens? They want to eat that way. It's like a choice. It's not them being like, I'm so rigid, I don't love food. We tell ourselves that, but it's not true for them because no one will pick to do an action from that space for the rest of their life. No one. The difference is their thoughts about food. The difference is they've developed essentially their own energized eating plan without even calling it an energized eating plan. And that was one of the biggest reasons I knew we had to get diets out of it. Because the other side of it then for us is that we live in that space and we can't wait to have the foods that we haven't been able to have. And we make them more important. We make them bigger in our lives. We make them mean a lot more because we diet, right? That's why oftentimes I ask like, is it worse to diet than to not try at all? Quite possibly, yes. Hashtag diets don't work. Quite possibly, yes. Because then you over desire the food so much on the back end. So I just want you to challenge yourself. If you haven't listened to my episode yesterday, please go back and listen to it because it's probably very different than you think. But I want you to challenge yourself to look at it this way as well. Like I could have stayed stuck there. And I think in the terms of losing weight, it'll get you 10 pounds. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got my ladies way further than 10 pounds. You know why? 
because we built diets in a way that they liked what they were eating. We built diet in a way that they could stick to. We built the thoughts. We did think, feel, eat cycles. We did all the thought work and the mind management to change your relationship with food beside it. That being said, I still knew there were times they went off track because it was a diet and nothing was available in their diet or nobody else was eating their diet. And in the energized eating plan is the space to make it work anywhere. Instead of the space where we said, you're never gonna have dairy again, you're never gonna have fruits again, you're never gonna have potatoes again. We're like, what if we just put it in the rest? And we filled ourselves with the most energizing foods first. And we just made that the norm. I mean, the biggest thing that will happen typically when you're eating out is a, is a couple things. One, you may flip where you put that bread and chips that they first bring to the table and put it at the end of the meal. And you're probably going to pick something that's maybe slightly healthier. But think of the difference when you do that over and over and over again versus saying, hey, I'm on a diet. Oh, wait, nothing works. Let me just eat all the pizza. Oh, hashtag start again tomorrow. So I'm excited to share with you in our Energize Eating little snippets this week. Also, kind of the little snips behind the work that will help you get better results further and head towards the healthiest version of you. So think about that today. Are you really creating energized eating plan as a step forward for yourself? You'll have way better long-term results that way. I think sometimes choosing the loving is the hardest thing to do when you can't see the space to trust yourself. And in doing this each and every day, you learn to trust yourself and you create more and more of a cookbook of things that work for you. Our wait list is open for my next five-day challenge where I can give you the next level of guidance in creating your energized eating plan. The plan you can and want to stick to in real life, click the link in the show notes to get on the wait list. This will be our last one for the year. So if you're interested, make sure to get in there.